0: Hi there, welcome to Sound Healing Radio. I'm David Gibson and today's show is about sound physiology, the frequencies and the different timbers for the body. So our intention is that, um, we'll just set a small one, that we could heal every disease in the world, right? That's all. If we could heal every disease in the world with vibration, it's possible because it's the basis of all reality that's all. Before we get started, let me tell you about some things happening here at the Institute. We have an open house. Let me share my screen here. We have an open house coming up on June 4th from 1 to 5 if you're in the area here in Sausalito, just outside San Francisco. If you're not, you could fly in. And it's uh, all about how sound affects you physically, mentally, and spiritually, and emotionally as well. (laughs) And we do a lot of sound meditations and also uh, put people on the sound tables after four hours, people don't want to leave, they're blissed out. So if you can make it, that's Sunday, June 4th, a week from tomorrow. And then we also have our... Sound Healing Certificate Program, Summer Intensive, which is June 6th to the 16th, 10 to 9.30 every day. That's half of the certificate program. You can even stay at the Institute. We don't have any beds or showers, but you can stay here for really cheaply. So you could come in for that June 6th to the 16th, and then take the rest online, or you could do the whole program online. And it's all about how sound works in the universe, not only in the universe, but also the body. And also, um, we teach you many techniques to be able to become a sound practitioner or do sound baths. We're a vocational school, so we have to place 70% of our students. And also, we get you to a place of bliss and peace over and over and over. So you can not only be at peace and blissed out, but also you, so you can teach other people how to access that or just do it within a treatment. And we also have our three-and-a-half-month program starting in September. That's September 5th uh, here in Sausalito. But, again, you can do the whole program online. You can start the online part part anytime, um, and you could even start this Tuesday. We also have our recording program, or you could still jump in. Next one's probably not going to be till November, and it's all about how to use recording equipment for um, – for uh, recording, mixing, and producing. I wrote the number one selling books in the world in audio recording and mixing. And also, if you go online, we're just checking it out, there's a video, if you search for Art of Mixing, there's a two and a half hour video that's really quite psychedelic, it's really fun. But it's all about how to do mixing, and it's from uh, 1990. And so it's kind of really trippy. And uh, we got three million views on it, right? uh kind of give you an idea of what we do although it's little we've really advanced to a much higher level it's really about making sound in music that affects people at a really deep level i uh not only wrote the number one selling book in audio recording and producing but also in sound healing as well we also have our voice analysis class coming up uh on june 17th uh If you buy the program, you get in for free, and it's about how to use the software. It's $888, and it allows you to do assessments and find uh, what's missing in people's voices, and that points towards uh, specific physical and emotional issues. And then they get a CD, which we give you for free to give out, in the key of what's missing and then they tone along with it. So you can buy that software or you can get a, a, a online version of the treatment for only $85. We also have a new, uh, new software that we're now selling. And this is the, uh, if you go to your home note, see if it comes up here. We just launched this last week yourhomenote.com, and it's about how to actually do brainwave. Oh, I guess it's not going to show up. I think it's the older version of Safari here is the reason it won't show up. Yeah, try yourhomenote.com, and we actually have CDs and assessment tools to be able to find a person's metabolism note where they're at peace, which is an average of the heart rate and brainwave rate, and so you could actually do this. We sell it for eight eighty eight. Also, and then you can actually give people one of or four of forty eight CDs, which are in delta for sleep, theta for creativity, alpha for learning, and beta for overcoming ADHD, and gamma for blissing out. And we give you the assessment tools, show you how to do it, and then give you the forty eight CDs: delta, theta, alpha, and beta. And all 12 keys to be able to hand out. So that's a cool thing, and it's really effective for many different issues. Uh, We also have our Medical Sound Association meeting coming up on June 18th, and that's about how to do sound for Parkinson's, COVID, and vaccine reactions. And then we've got, uh, if you go to Medical Sound Association, you'll see treatment plans for a wide range of issues. We have over 800 doctors and sound therapists working together to figure out different issues now. We also have the Sound Education Association with over a hundred administrators and we're uh, figuring out how to uh, create a new curriculum. We've already got 2,500 exercises and we're looking for people to help us bring it into governments around the world. So uh, we also have bi-monthly meetings for that that you could join as well, soundeducationassociation.com. If you go to soundhealingcenter.com, you'll see the main four things we have, the school, and the store with over 300, uh, actually 448 products. And we've got sound lounges, sound tables, crystal bowls, Tibetan bowls. We've got uh, music and tuning forks, full range of of technologies. And then we have the sound treatment center or sound therapy center where we do treatments here. And then we have the sound treatment center, which is uh, about to launch in two weeks. Where you can not only be a practitioner and sign up and get paid, or actually just get a treatment. That's SoundTreatmentCenter.com. And again, that you could go ahead and sign up as a practitioner now. Just click on the practitioner button. Uh, and then we have our research foundation, where we have over 500 clinical papers on sound and and music healing and uh, we have a database of practitioners you can check out there as well and then that leads you to the medical sound association and sound education association as well so those are some of the things that we have going on so let's talk about sound physiology So, so with sound Mm. The history of sound is 2000 BC. Eat this root. No, the root is heathen. Say this prayer. The prayer is superstitious. Drink this potion. Potion, snake oil. Swallow this pill. Pill's ineffective. Take an antibiotic. Antibiotic doesn't work anymore. Eat this root. Root's contaminated. Practice sound healing. I It's all headed towards sound and vibration and energy healing. You know, the body, you know, I always figured that if you wanted proof of God, all you need to do is look at the body. I mean, oh my God, there's 70 trillion cells working together in 11 main systems to create 250,000 reactions per second. What's 70 trillion times 250,000? A lot, right? There are 206 bones, 640 muscles. We take 101,000 breaths per day. I'm sorry, 101,000 beats per day of the heart. 23,000 breaths per day. The liver has 500 functions. That means there are 500 sets of frequencies working together to create those 500 functions. What can we do other than just screw it up? It's so complex, it's really unbelievable that we don't know precisely how the body works, not only physically, but how our thoughts affect the body, how our emotions affect the body, not to mention the quantum field and energy and the spiritual level, I mean, how, you know, Just source affects us or even your soul. It's like we know nothing around here. It's unbelievable how complex it is. 100 billion neurons in the body and 1,000 thoughts per day. And they say 80% of those thoughts are the same. Well, I've often thought, is this one of those 80%? I always th- think that I'm kind of down around 30% these days. And then when I get get uh, in the fire emotionally, you know, where it's like, I can't believe what they did, can't believe what they did, can't believe what they did, I can't believe what they did. Sometimes it will go up to 80%. But I think I'm at least down below 30%. Often I'm present, uh, just 100% present where there's no thought. There's three types of thoughts that happen in the body, I would say, in the mind, I should say. And first of all, the main thoughts we have are us talking. So it's like, what are we gonna do today, Dave, right? Oh, 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 that's kind of cool. What do you think about that, Dave? And so when you talk, you sing. Everybody sings when they speak. And in fact, we all sing in a certain key when we speak. But most importantly, we sing songs that are either flowing or not flowing. Flowing songs are like, Yeah, with what am I? Oh, it's a beautiful day today. And what am I going to do today? Right? Or songs that are not flowing have a little stress with them. You know, it's more like, Oh, God, what am I going to do today? I don't really got, yeah, oh, Lord, help me. Right? But the worst songs are the ones that get. Stuck, right? They get to a complete blockage. Nowhere to go. Not not. Don't know where to go from here. All right? That's the worst. All right? So that's the first type of thought. It's a song singing in your head, which is you speaking actually. A second type of thought is an actual song, where you're like got a song you just heard and it's it's stuck in your head. Or you could be doing a chant or a mantra. That's really cool. So now you've got complete flow going on in your in your brain. There's no stress at all. All right. The third type of thought we have is no thought at all. 100% present with the light around you, 100% present with the sound around you, present in your body, present in the moment with zero thought. So those are, that's kind of the best, right? So those are the main types of thoughts we have in different vibrations. We also have 60 hormones in the endocrine system. Now, I've only seen a frequency for a couple of the hormones. Once we have the frequency for all of the hormones, then we can really mess up the body, right? Because the hormone balance is really important. So you really need to have the hormones in, in harmony. And, but if we monitor the hormones, we could totally use frequencies to change those hormones and get a good balance. They say the circulation in the, your body travels 60,000 miles. There's also the frequency of our DNA I mean, we can actually use frequencies to change genes and shift genes. I mean, ultimately, I mean, we're really close to being able to. And they're already doing gene, you know, gene shifting and and such uh, with with different chemicals. But you could use it with frequency. So if you've got you know an anger problem, you could change that DNA in your and genes in your in your system. We could make it so that you're more like a doggy or more like a kitty, whichever (laughs) whichever way you want to go. You know, they've been programmed differently. So you could totally reprogram your DNA. That's where it's headed. Almost a little scary, right? But it could be very cool in, in some ways. Again, who the hell put this together? I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean how complex the body is, is unbelievable. I'd like to get to know that person, whoever put this together. Now we've got 11 systems, medical systems in the body. The circulatory, digestive, endocrine, excretory, integumentary, lymphatic, muscular, nervous, reproductive, respiratory, and skeletal system. So each of these systems is a song, right? Because they're all made up of frequencies. All the parts of the systems are made up of frequencies, which are like notes. But really, the whole deal is the flow through each of the systems. I mean, if you don't have good flow through your uh, circulatory system, you could have a heart attack. If you don't have good flow through your uh, nervous system, you're going to be shaky. If you don't have good flow through your digestive system, all types of problems happen. In fact, you want good flow through every one of these systems. You want good flow through the excretory system, right? So you can uh, 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 have things flowing. You want lymphatic system to actually be flowing to move out the toxins. You want your muscular system to be flowing so you can move smoothly. You want your reproductive system, to, well, you know, maybe to be flowing. Normally you want it flowing, <laughs> right? And then your skeletal system, you want that to flow so you don't have any bone problems. It's all about smooth flow through the system. And so you can think of smooth flow as an actual song energetically moving through the system. You can also look at the meridians as smooth flow. So when you've got meridians flow energy flowing through a meridian, it's it's playing a song of each acupuncture point. And the whole thing we know is totally about smooth flow through meridians. So you've got all these different frequencies that have collated four different organs, and these can be really cool. The problem is no one seems to agree on anything. No one seems to agree on anything at all. So that's kind of a problem, but the reason nobody agrees is because it's different from person to person. What we really need is a chart that shows the range of all the frequencies for human heart, for all the frequency range of all the frequencies from the highest to the lowest for all people, for the adrenals, for the kidneys, for the liver, for the bladder, for the intestines. I mean, that's what we really need. But it's really a little complex because you've got the overall size of the organ that creates a frequency. You've got the materials of the organ. You've got the, the nerves, all the different you know aspects. But you've also got the cellular level frequencies, and you've got the atomic level. I mean, there's so many different frequencies within one organ. There's the space in the organ. There's also the material of the organ. I mean, it's, it's, it's like so many different levels. So we need a range for each of those different levels, and one day we will have it, right? That's really what we need. But ultimately, the best is to have a device that can measure it in you, and get exactly what the frequency of your organs and your cells are when they're humming and uh, uh, and 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 uh, uh, humming at their natural healthy frequency, right? because that's the deal. And there's a device called the Raman spectroscopy that does that but it does it outside of the body. So there's some other devices, you know, even MRI does it, but you know, the trick is to, to really uh, have devices that don't hurt you. And then we can totally find the frequency because here's the deal. If you can resonate a part of the body into its natural, healthy frequency, it makes it healthy. This is the new medicine. It's like you can, and you can work with it Uh, at sound level. You can work at ultrasound level, which is just a higher level or higher frequency in the millions of hertz of sound. You can work at the electromagnetic or light level, and you can work at the actual level of (coughs) scalar waves, right, in the quantum level. So if you work at all of these levels, we could totally resonate the body into its healthy frequency once we have a device to monitor it. And, we're, and there are devices out there, we just need to do the research and get the maps figured out. So now that doesn't mean that these frequencies aren't good. They could be very cool, right? So, I mean, when I had a kidney issue, I played all these different frequencies with a tone generator on my body, I thought. And I toned a lot of them with you know different vowels. And it was very helpful. So you never know about these different frequencies and how good they could be for you. All right. So these are the, uh, the different uh, frequencies for the body. Now you could skip this whole thing of frequencies and just work with the actual emotions. For example, say someone's got a kidney problem. Well, the kidneys in Chinese medicine are about where fear is held. So the opposite of fear or antidote is love. So you could totally send the sound of love with an intention to the kidneys to overcome the fear. And so if you got a problem with the liver, well, the liver holds anger. Well, you could send the sound of compassion to someone's liver or to your own liver. So you can totally use these antidotes energetically for different things. Intestines would be relaxation. Cervical nerves is easygoingness. Parasympathetic sympathetic is just calmness. Blood is, is uh, the opposite of sadness, would be joy. And the skin is the opposite of a grudge, would be gratitude. So. You can totally work at that level as well. Now, there are also all the different endocrine glands, and this is really, really cool. Let me pull up my software that shows the different endocrine glands. Okay, so here we have a chart that shows all the different frequencies that people have come up with for each of the endocrine glands. We have for the adrenals eight hundred seventy four, four hundred ninety two. Um, we've got eight hertz, which you'd have to use a binaural beat for that. Adrenal uh, twenty hertz and ten hertz as well. They're worth a try. These different frequencies for the adrenals. Let's see. Let's go through these in detail. Uh, let me pull this software up. Here we go. Okay. So. Here we got, let's see, let's go find our endocrine glands. Okay. Nope. Here we go. Endocrine. Lymphatic system. Oh, uh, there they are. Okay. So, they say the endocrine glands are connected to different chakras. <clears throat> and most people say there is no endocrine gland for the root chakra. Some people say it's the coccygeal nerve. Uh, I think of the the root chakra as being the earth. So that would be our gland for the earth, right? The root, second chakra are the sexual organs. And uh, this guy that I've read, he talks about energy, there's different aspects of energy and for the different organs, but there's also the hormonal part, and it's often separated out. So uh, we've got, for the the second chakra, it's the sexual organs. For the third chakra would be the adrenals. So the adrenals actually have um, cells in them that are very similar to the nose. Now let me show you the adrenals here. Whoops. Oops. Hide that. There we go. So the adrenals are little pyramids right on top of the kidneys. And they have very specific frequencies that we just went over. But you can also do a frequency sweep up and down like this. Ooh until you find a frequency that feels right for the adrenals. Let's see if I can find it for myself. I can go right to it normally. Yeah, I think that's it. All right. So the adrenals, they also say are sense organs, that you can actually pick up energy from other people it's like your gut feeling. It's totally your gut feeling is where the adrenals, because you can actually sense, uh, or, you know, like I smell a rat. You can actually sense the things from your adrenals, which would be your solar plexus or power chakra, right? So that's the adrenals right there. You also, though, have the... Um, thymus. Let's scroll up here to the thymus. There we go. The thymus is often called the high heart. So the thymus is connected to your, your, um, uh, your, your heart. And, uh, If you actually find its frequency, they say you can bring in universal love. It's like this. The thymus is also associated with your your immune system, so you can even just tap it to get it going, and that can be really good for your immune system as well. And so that would be totally the heart chakra, your thymus. And then we have the thyroid, which is really interesting because the thyroid has hair follicles in it exactly like the cochlea in the inner ear. And those hair follicles in the cochlea, when they move, they send electrical signals to the brain and that's how you hear. So in our thyroid, we've got an ear which is really interesting because that's where we make sound from is our throat chakra as well and so this is really cool to uh to because you can listen through your throat you you know raise your your head and let the sound in doggies even do that as well now i would say that i wouldn't say it in public but i would say that you could probably get rid of thyroid issues just by toning the right frequency to your thyroid. I've seen it happen where I've got a actual buzzing in my thyroid, like a little, little chaotic uh, chaos, and I'll start toning to it, and it will stop buzzing, right? So it can be really effective like this. Let me try that. When you find the frequency of any chakra or endocrine gland, you can totally activate it. They are frequency devices. Then we have the pituitary and hypothalamus. Most people say the pituitary and the hypothalamus are the third eye. Let me zoom in on this. You can see it here. It's actually interesting because it's this whole contraption that has a few things in it, it's got the, the optum, optic chiasm, it's got the hypothalamus in it, it's got the thalamus, and it's got the actual um, parsed distalus, but if you turn to the side, the back of that is actually the pituitary. But I've heard people say that it's just the higher contraption that includes the pineal gland that runs this higher energy. So they say the hypothalamus and pituitary are the main aspect of the third eye. And when, they, when you vibrate them at their frequency, you can totally open the third eye. So it's really cool to be able to find that frequency and resonate it and open your third eye. They say that also the cells in the, those are light receptors, cells that pick up light, actually. And then we've got the pineal gland. The pineal gland is this little tiny pea on the back of this whole contraption. Let's see if I can zoom in on this. It's right in the middle of your head. I see. Here we go. Yep. Here we go. There's the the pineal gland right there. Right, right. Little tiny pea in the middle of your head. And it's. it's uh, uh, has crystals in it, and crystals are frequency devices. When you resonate those crystals, they totally open up the crown to <clears throat> source. So it's very cool to actually do a frequency sweep and try and find those. But again, we've got, in this chart, we've got different frequencies for these different endocrine glands. So we've got, for the thymus, 787 hertz or 10.5 Hertz, or 352 Hertz. For the thyroid, 1174, 12 Hertz, 492.8, or 0.5 Hertz. Pituitary gland, oh, got a lot of different ones for that. 1175, different parts of 1051, 1 Hertz. 1.05 Hertz, 7.83 Hertz, which happens to be the Schumann resonance. That's really interesting. Or 13 Hertz, or 31.32 Hertz. And then for the pineal gland, 1,165 hertz or 15 or 20 hertz. So, again, I would bet that these are different from person to person. So it would be really cool to find and do a sweep for your own self or find a device that can actually measure them without killing you. That would be the cool cool thing. So I've got this recording I want to play for you, though that activates the pineal gland. Tom Kenyon, uh, uh, he actually works with the Hathors and channels them, these higher beings through his voice. And in this recording, they are channeling the energy of the pineal gland. So tune in to that pineal gland, that little P that will connect you to source in the middle of your head while listening to this recording of the Hathors toning through Tom Kenyon's voice. Okay, this is for the pineal gland. Enjoy. You can try making those frequencies yourself as well. That's really cool. There's also uh, interesting frequencies uh, from some things in nature. Uh, here we have some cokey frogs that have sim- a similar frequency. Let's check this out, how close they are to that. Bet they're activating the pituitary and pineal gland also. Cool. Okay. Okay. Now we also have the different. Uh, subtle bodies or auras. Right? So here's a cool chart if you happen to be on video that shows the relationship between all of the chakras and the auras and all the other different energies. They're really interesting. When you look at the chakra uh, um the auras, um, there's uh, most people don't agree how many auras there are or Um, what they're called or what they are at all. In fact, there seems to be zero agreement between anybody. But most people subscribe to the work of Barbara Brennan, who has written a book and goes through seven different auras. She says um, that there are three different types of auras. There's the ones related to the physical body, to the astral body, and spiritual body. Uh, In the physical body, We first have, let's see if I've got a visual here. Yeah, we've got the etheric body. The etheric body is the body that is a perfect map of all of the organs. And it's just like a a half inch around the body. And it actually... uh, I mean, so you could totally do tuning forks or other instruments on that aura right around the body, just a half inch, and totally access different organs. But then there's the emotional body. The emotional body is more uh not a perfect map, it's just it's based on your emotion. It's kind of like blobs of color that are around your body. It's about an inch or or a few inches around the body, and it's totally based on your motion. Barbara Brennan says that's where the actual colors of the chakras are that she sees the, uh, for each chakra is in the emotional body. But then there's the mental body, which is a lot of people don't see, she says, but it's around the head mostly and it's yellow and it's totally uh, based on your thoughts. And so those are the main physical aspects of the auras. But then you have the astral layer, which is an a, a interesting aspect because the astral layer is often based around uh, the uh, energy of a lot of people because the astral field carries energies from everybody. So your astral layer actually goes up into the astral field and they say astral field is kind of a mess because you never know what you're going to get. And then some psychics will actually just access or people will actually access the astral field. And you can't really trust the information from there because it's just everybody's energy going up there. And even, um, even HeartMath talks about the energy fields of people actually being carried in the actual uh, atmosphere of the earth. And they've actually measured whenever there's an emotional uh, upheaval, you can actually measure it in the the atmosphere. So that's really interesting as well that that's carried there. And they say, you know, a person that's got love in their heart, you can actually see a rose light of love in the astral layer. But then we enter the spiritual layers, and those are the etheric, celestial, and ketheric cath- The etheric is really interesting because it's the template of perfection for every single organ in the, or every part of the body there is. I mean, it seems like the whole deal to resonate that, but just to realize that, like, like six inches around your body, there is the information for every single part of your body at every level to work perfectly. And that's like shocking, right? That you've got your template of perfection in your aura right around you. It's like, you know, when you you have a, uh, you get a cut or a bruise, and it heals perfectly. Well, how did it know to heal perfectly? Where did that information come from to actually grow it back exactly the way it was? It's like, well, it's in the etheric layer. And so you can actually access this information in the etheric layer to bring that template of perfection back into your body. It would be nice to have the frequency of that, right? So that we've got the template of perfection for every single part of the body. Let's break that code frequency-wise. Then there's the celestial body. The celestial body is the aspect of universal love. It's where universal love hangs out, which is a part of us, right? And it's like, it's where, when you're one with the universe and everything is love and it's all light, then you're in the celestial body aura. Then there's the etheric layer which carries your soul information, which also carries your soul frequency as well. She says she can actually see a frequency there of the person. It's also a really solid uh, etheric layer in that it's very, uh, there are lines of force that are really tightly knit to keep you you alive, and if it gets broken, you actually die. And even Carlos Castaneda talks about this egg shell in a way that, that is around your, your system. But that's where your soul information is. Now, they say that each of the auras resonates down into the aura below. So you could resonate your soul information or soul frequency, which is what we talked about in the very beginning, that brain wave note of your metabolism of your body and your your average of your heart rate and brainwave rate that would be your soul free always think of your soul frequency as where you're at peace in your in your system the rhythm of where you're at peace so you find that and resonate that soul energy down into universal love it activates the universal love because the higher the layer the more it activates the lower layers, and uh, the more you resonate those higher layers, it activates the one below it. So it activates the universal love down into the template of perfection at the etheric layer, all the way through the astral layer into your mental body, emotional body, etheric body, down into every chakra, which goes right into every endocrine gland, which goes right down to every organ, which goes down to every cell in your body. So I see the overall structure, frequency-wise, as being the guide, the lead, is your soul. Now it's interesting, some people would say, oh no, the heart is the, the main frequency that guides everything in your body. And it seems to be really important, obviously, but your soul is at a whole higher level of frequency. So I think of it this way, that all of your auras are totally, the frequency of each aura is totally based on your soul frequency, which is the frequency that carries your information from lifetime to lifetime. And then the frequency of the auras affect the frequency of the chakras in this chart that I was talking about before that shows the auras and the chakras. And the chakra frequency goes right into the endocrine glands which trigger hormones that go down into every organ which then are made up of cells. So it goes from soul to cell is the whole frequency hierarchy. That's the way I often think of it. Now, what we have is different CDs for different parts of the body. Let me give you an, an idea so we'll kind of back go back out to to the SIMA frequency. So here is a frequency of the adrenals based on uh, uh, Peter Guy Manners.. Okay. Again, it'd be nice if it's tuned to you, or frequency of muscles, right? I have a friend that actually says that the main problem, a medical intuitive, that says the main problem is energy gets stuck in the teeth. And those teeth go to all the meridians, which go to all the organs. And so if you get an infection or any energy stuck in the teeth, it can totally kill you, right? So he's, I said, well, Michael, is there a frequency for clearing the teeth? And he said, 851, 852, 859, and 963. Here it is. These are those four frequencies. And then I said, is there a frequency for the virus? And he said, well, this frequency, 9,191, is good for getting rid of any pathogen. Check this out, 9,191. I added a low frequency, too. octave floor. But, you know, really, the deal is... If you just go to source into a place where you're one with the universe, God knows what frequency to give you. You don't have to do anything. It's way more intelligent. It's like than any device we've ever come up with. So you could just tone this energy of oneness. Here's a group of people toning oneness. Unity consciousness. So take this energy and hold it for the rest of the night, at least through the weekend, weeks ahead, just keep it going here, months ahead, years ahead, lifetimes ahead. Thank you for listening, and take care.